It is Tuesday, July 19th, 2022, the day of the All-Star Game. Coming your way from Dodger Stadium, this is another edition of Baseball Today, presented to you by our friends over at Shady Rays. Not only the best-looking shades in the entire business, but when you lose them or you break them, they will replace them. Go check it out, ShadyRays.com. That is my man, Trevor Plouffe. I'm Chris Rose. We have producer Robert, intern Sam, along for the ride as well. How you hanging in there after yesterday's home run derby? I'm doing great, Chris. Uh, we got another day ahead of us today. I was going to tell you, you should never take those shades off. You look so good in those sunglasses. You stop that. Now, all right. Well, I'll wear them for a little while. Why not? You took like five years off your age right there. Yeah, right. Well, then I'll You're wear se- them. You look 70 right now. That was 69? unkind. 69. All yeah, right. still not going there. Uh, for those of you that... Um, <laughs> We, we're going to have a lot of content coming out from our trip to the home run derby yesterday. And it was a blast. We had so much fun. We had great seats there in left center field. There were a ton of baseballs coming our way. And then finally, when Pete hit one, Pete caught one. Uh, how about the athleticism out of the former reliever? That's the thing. Not a starter reliever. So he's always ready to go. Um, I brought two gloves yesterday. See, Rosie, I'm always prepared. I know people never like to bring gloves. They think it's like, you know, for kids, but Hey, you show up at a ballpark, you better be ready to catch a ball. So Pete had it and uh, he was positioned perfectly like on the stair, uh, the stairwell kind of section. And he saw that thing go up and he went up and got it. That's what you have to do. We saw yesterday, like this was like mosh pits. Yeah. Going on everywhere when the balls were coming up. It got dangerous. So you, you really had to get above everybody else. That's that's the key at the home run derby. And Peter, he's a big boy. So he went up and got it, man. I and got no this. people were no people were harmed. Yeah, no, Peter no. went up and got it. Like no, there no. was other times where I saw other dudes doing crazy stuff. Peter yeah. it was a clear lane for him. Uh it was an amazing shot. I mean, look at that grab. And then afterward, I just started taking photos. I got a great shot of Pete just with a huge smile on his face and Jerry Blevins <laughs> with the best look in the corner. Uh, so check out my Instagram feed at uh, CROS127. The story will be on there for a few more hours. All right, let's get to it. Uh, tonight, Clayton Kershaw will get the start for the first time in his all-star career in his ninth all-star game in his adopted hometown of Los Angeles. Besides that, what is the most interesting storyline in Tuesday's game? I think it's the old guys. And I, I didn't think I was going to go there, but after watching Pujols, you know, get the, like the applause and, you know, the love that he got yesterday, I think that him and Miggy are going to have, you know, a nice night tonight. And I want to see it. I think, it, I think there's just a lot of admiration for these guys. You know, we saw Pujols uh, best Schwarber, which I called on this show. Yes, you did. And I laughed at There's you. There's a chance. Yeah, you did laugh at me. Uh, but you know, even if he didn't do that, like guys are just all over him. And like, the, I think they, I think the young generation, especially the Latin dudes understand like, this is like, this is statue God, baseball God type player. And like, this is on the, the last Mount Rushmore time. of baseball in the, in and, the Latin community. Yes. There's no question. And we're, and I think we're realizing specifically for Pujols now that this, we're not going to get to see him play much longer. And that's that tugs on my heart a little bit. These guys are been fixtures on any baseball programming over the last almost two decades. 
So I, I think we're going to take it all in. We're going to start to, you know, realize that Pujols is going to be around much longer. And then obviously Miggy's Miggy and he's got a few more years, but I think they're kind of stealing the show here. A lot of respect for these guys. And, and I hope they get up in a situation and, and do something cool tonight. I love the way that everybody circled around Pujols last night. I didn't think it was going to be as touching and as special, but it means a shitload. And, and yeah, you know, I applaud Manny Machado from earlier this year where he was like, I don't understand why we aren't making as big a deal about Albert Pujols leaving these stadiums for the last time. And he was dead on. And now I think more and more teams, you saw it at Fenway. uh, I believe you saw it at Philly where places are giving him his just due. And I, I, it was a remarkable tip of the cap. And yeah, I might've made fun about him being an old guy in a home run derby, but this was sensational. And, And you're dead on with that which is exactly why I want to go to somebody who's half his age in Julio Rodriguez. I didn't know what was going to happen last night with him. It's weird because the best guys in the world, you're used to hitting with a cage around you Mm -hmm. on the field in batting practice, Mm -hmm. which every player has ever told me it is. It's like you're hitting naked without a batting cage out there. So first pitch, he misses second pitch. He like fouls backward. And I was like, Oh God, this is going to be horrible. And that kid was the star. I know Juan Soto won it. You saw Ken Griffey Jr. taking photos of the guy who is his heir apparent in Seattle. And it wouldn't shock me if he continue, his star continues to shine tonight. That's why it was so important to see him make the All-Star game so that Joe Davis and John Smoltz and the rest of the Fox crew can just sing his praises tonight because he is someone special. He's not only a talent, he's a guy that oozes stardom. 21 years old. He's a big boy. When he went up and hugged Pete after taking him out, I was yeah. like, dude, if you can be next to Pete Alonzo and look big, like you're a big dude. So 21 years old, charismatic. And I mean, talk about living up to the moment. You're right, man. Getting up there in front of a crowd, knowing this is you know being broadcast nationally. Uh, it's not an easy thing to do. I know it's baseball and these guys are really good at it and we've been doing it a long time, but you know, Moments like that can feel big, but Julio doesn't seem like he cares about big moments. He loves baseball. He's very good at it. And he was where we were sitting. There was only two people that were going up there. It was Julio and it was Pete. Yep. And Julio was hitting absolute missiles. Yep. Rockets. Uh, So definitely I'm looking forward to seeing him in the game, but uh, that's really funny, man. 21 years old for Julio. Albert's 40, whatever. (laughs) Like baseball's cool, man. Uh, We have 13 replacement players. So guys that were not originally named to the team that will be in uniform and playing tonight Uh, out of the guys on that list. um, Who do you think is going to shine brightest? It's it's a crapshoot. We don't really know, but I'm going to give you an answer that that I think. I want to give it to you because I think we need to talk about him more. Okay. And that's young thick out in Atlanta. The kind that's, of year this dude is having. That's who I was going to go with, Austin Riley. Let's go. Hey, I know he's having a good year. And, like, we challenged him, I think it was, like, two years ago. Like, hey, man, you need to step it up. Or, like, you might – your job might be gone. He's stepped it up immensely, right? Yep. His numbers this year, Chris, he's got 27 homers at the break. 922 OPS. Like, this, these are elite, elite numbers, man. So, I hope he gets up in a big moment. I hope he does his thing. He's like kind of my favorite for a home run tonight. How about that? I, I, I think it's a great call. Um, Nolan Arenado will not be there. It's interesting because when you mention the best third baseman in the game, the discussion goes in no particular order. 
Machado, Jose Ramirez, Nolan Arenado, Rafael Devers. I know that that Bregman hasn't been the level he was his first couple of years, but because of what he's been able to accomplish in a, in, in a relatively short time, he's still a part of that discussion. We forget about Austin Riley, and I, I don't know why that is. And maybe not really it's just, sure either. Right? It's like we mentioned all those other guys at a very deep position, and this guy is off to a fantastic start in his career. So I agree with you. The other guy I would mention on this list, it when it comes to the Fox broadcast, is Liam Hendricks. <laughs> because you fired all, up out there. It's fired up. The audio, whomever is working the audio board, <laughs> is going to have to be on standby tonight because you're definitely going to get a fucking shit after every pitch. He doesn't care. He doesn't care if it's just an exhibition game or if it's a playoff game. He's acting the same way. And, you know, we saw him. Didn't we see him get mic'd up last year in the Field of Dreams game, yeah. like in the sixth inning? And then he got blown up like the eighth or ninth or whatever. Yeah, he's tipping uh, his pitches. Right. Well, We'll see if they decide to mic him up again. He's one of the most entertaining guys we've got in this game, so I hope they do. I almost went Devin Williams. I think if he gets up, he's going to strike out mm-hmm. the side and probably some really good hitters, and we're going to be like, oh, that's Devin Williams. And then I'm going to yep. say, hey, my brew crew, let's go. Yeah. It's a good list, though. It's a good list of guys who – all these guys could have made it the first time, and you wouldn't have batted an eye. So yeah. nice that Freddie Freeman, by the way, made it. I think that's cool for him i think he's gonna he's gonna get a massive ovation i also hope ty france does something special you know yeah ty france there's, there's a the lot way, of good storylines local kid you know he grew up in yeah. the la area i had him on the rose rotation he talked about how important it would be for him not only to make an all-star team but this particular one so I, yep. i'm really happy for him all right let's move on to the guy who did win the home run derby juan soto became the second youngest player ever to walk away with that crown but the big news was that Buster only out of ESPN reported if Soto and his reps, i.e. Scott Boris and the nationals cannot come to an agreement in the next two and a half weeks, they're going to trade him this year. Now we hit on this topic on yesterday's show, but the complexion of the discussion and the narrative has changed because we didn't think there was any way that he was going to get traded. First of all, do you believe this is a possibility? And if so, where would you like to see him land? I I didn't think so, but the more and more that's coming out, it seems like they're looking to move him. If they, I, I still believe there's like a last ditch effort to sign him. Uh, be, again, because the learners are are leaning on on selling the team, and they don't care about the financial commitment to Juan Soto. They want the star attached to the team. It helps the franchise value. So I still think they'll try to sign him. If they don't try to sign him, they're saying they want major league talent. They maybe they want another big name player attached to it. Uh, so I'm still 50, 50 on if, if it's going to happen this year or not. I think the off season is more likely. We'll see uh, a couple landing spots. I think you have to go to the, the big name clubs. It has to be a contender. Number one, you have to be a team that's going to be trying to legitimately win a world series. So, you know, we're talking about teams with big payrolls too. So the Dodgers, the Mets, the Yankees, you know, you can do the giants, you can put the giants in there. I think, I think it's going to be a coastal team. I think it's going to be a Dodgers or a Yankees because I think that it's not only going to be Juan Soto over there. I think the Nationals are going to try to get rid of some other payroll a la Patrick Corbin where we saw with Mookie when LA went after him, they took on David Price's contract as well. So it's like, I think that's going to be part of it. So we're going to have to have a big name team, a big market team. Um, I'm, 
I always lean Dodgers, but it could be a Yankee backup plan for Aaron Judge. Like, there's so many different the hell of a scenarios going on. It's a hell of a backup plan. I mean, they haven't really gotten anywhere in talks with Judge. Not that we're so, aware like, of. Not that we're aware of. Um, he doesn't seem that happy. Every time you see they ask Judge like where he wants to be, he's like, yeah, I want to be a Yankee. But he's never like, he's never gushing over it. Well, I think that's because that's who, what his personality is. I think he's very understated. I don't think he's, he's never been over the top. He's very thoughtful. He's very sure. measured in his words. He's very much a la the captain when it comes to all that stuff. I think he, yeah. he doesn't ever want to say anything that'll get him in trouble. I think it's smart. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess you're right about that. It's, it's difficult to tell with this whole Juan Soto thing, but I do think it's going to be a big market club. It kind of has to be because if you t- take him on, number one, like I said, you have to be contending. And number two, you have to be trying to sign him long-term once you do acquire him. Right. But even if you don't, like, are you willing to gut your system for two and a half years of Juan Soto you and I were discussing this and I, I had a long talk with a bunch of the people at John boy media. Like the goal is to win a world series. Yes. If you get multiple, that's amazing, but it is a world series. If you are the Mets, the Mets haven't won. What year were you born? 19, what? 86. What? So you were, you were a couple months old when they won, when they yeah. last won. That's all we hear. The Mets of 1986. You don't think that they would sell their entire farm and maybe a couple of young guys on their roster to bring in Juan Soto for just two and a half years and know the clock is ticking? Yes, I think Steve Cohen, with the promise made, knows he has to do some drastic things. He's already done a lot of drastic things, added the payroll, brought in some superstars. I think 100% they're going to be in on Juan Soto. Yes, and they should be. And if you hear the whole thing, well, why would the Nationals want to trade him within the division? The Nationals' job is to rebuild their team as quickly as possible. And if the Mets, you know, give up everybody in the farm, their outstanding young catcher, if they give up Beatty, if they, you know, that's what they'll have to do. Fine. So be it. If you're looking to buy the Nationals, because I keep going back to this, because this is this is a reason why Juan Soto's one of the biggest reasons he's saying no to the contract offers from them. It's that we don't know. There's no certainty in Washington. Mm-hmm. So if you're a potential buyer of the Nationals, we know you've made a lot of money from BattleBots, so maybe you'll be in on it. Are you more inclined to have a team with a superstar and a big contract attached because you know you have your franchise, the face of the franchise, or would you want, hey, let's clean the books, let's have a good farm system, and then I'll be able to pick who I want as my face of the franchise? Which one's more appealing to you? I just don't know if, million contracts are a good thing. I just, everybody's got a a balance sheet. Everybody's got a budget, except for Stephen Cohen, it feels like. And heck, even he has a budget, or else he wouldn't be the richest owner in the sport. So I just, I think it's going to come down to that. The decision on Juan Soto is going to be on the Lerner family saying, what makes our franchise the most appealing and most valuable? That, that's the bottom line, and I, and I know it's like kind of outside the baseball world, the on-field stuff, but this is what we're dealing This is a business, and if they're looking to sell it, they're looking to sell it for as much as they can, mm-hmm. and like they have to think about those things. So if they come to the conclusion that not having that big contract tied in is more valuable, then they're going to trade them, and they're going to try to get some other money off the books as well. So if that's the scenario they come up with, then we're going to be seeing a couple of those dudes move and – yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be one of the big teams. It's going to be a coastal team. It's going to be a team with a big peril. It's going to be a team that has to compete within the next two years. 
we threw out San Diego yesterday, and you asked the fun question about Fernando Tatis Jr. We were reminded by Padres fans that he has a no trade, I think, until 2028. So obviously that wouldn't happen. It was kind of fun even to discuss in kind of our yeah. little fictitious baseball world. Um, yeah, let us have some fun, people. We My were, goodness. we were. <clears throat> but I do want to get out that statement that, you know, we kind of whiffed on that, and that's fine. That happens. That's why you guys are really good checks and balances for us, right? You yes, remind us about a lot of things that, you know, I mean, we try to stay in tune with all 30 clubs as much as possible, but we do appreciate it when you uh, when you help us out there. Yes or no, does he get traded by the trade deadline this year? Oh, man. Um, I say no. I say no, too. I just don't. It doesn't feel like it can happen. It's such a big deal. Like, it's, it's, it's you know, we only have oh, a little bit over two weeks. Or do we even have two weeks? We don't even have two weeks. I think it's August 2nd, right? Yeah. Wow. So if it like, happens, that's... it is going to shake up the freaking baseball world because it's not just the team. Hey, you didn't even answer the question, team. by the way. I said no. No. What team would you want to see him go to? I want to see him go to the Mets. I, I really am. A, first of all, I picked the Mets to make the World Series at the beginning of the year, so I would like a little help there. Um, and I just, I like watching. I know that Steve Cohen is not perfect, but I like guys that come in and are like, we're going to do whatever we can to win. How could you not want that as a fan? Like, that's exactly what you're looking for from an owner. I know that he's gone off on some Twitter rants and, has talked a little shit about his boys, whatever. I mean, that that's what Cuban used to do too, where he kind of chilled out a little bit. It's a good one. Makes I'd like to fun. see him there too. All right. Uh, if tonight's game goes to extra innings, there's a new rule in place. We're going to have three players from each squad in a mini home run derby. Do you like the idea or no? I, I like it. I like that they're trying something different with the all-star game. This is an exhibition game. We can try to get funky here, you know, and I don't know if this is the best scenario. I guess I haven't given it a lot of thought, but three rounds, three people per team, the crowd will like it. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they pick the right people. Um, it, I don't know. I hope it gets, I want to see it. I want to see it in front of me and see how it plays out. Cause in my mind, I can't even like imagine it because it's baseball never does anything cool like this. So, um, I'm into it. I'm into it. I don't know. I love you? it. Uh, absolutely. I am. Who do you one... think they're going to pick? Well, so, you know, I mean, you, you obviously go to Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. And I bet you Stanton would do it here. I'm not so sure Judge would, but I hope it would because it's just like a mini. It's a mini round. Mini. It's not but, what like... if, but you take guys out of the game, the starters out. Yeah. They can't stay warm. Like you're not going to get them hot and cold, hot and cold. So I'm thinking it's going to be guys that maybe didn't get in the game or guys at the end of the game that are still hot, I think. Yeah, well, almost everybody gets in the game these days. They do a pretty good yeah. job of the, oh, here we go. We've got, uh, we have the participants. Oh, they already have them up. Way to go, Sam Singer. That, you intern. know, this makes a lot of sense that they're, they're telling these guys beforehand. Okay. Hi, France. Julio Rodriguez and Kyle Tucker for the AL. Pete Alonzo, Ronald Acuna, and Kyle Schwarber for the NL. First of all, would you be shocked? We've got four of the six guys that participated yesterday. Don't they need a breather? Pete's pissed. Pete is pissed <laughs> that he lost, dude. And Acuna didn't have a good showing. No, not at Schwarber all. Schwarber got best in the first round. Yeah, these guys want redemption. They want redemption. 
But what about Julio Rodriguez? He hit the most home runs yesterday. He hit 81. Dude, he's, yeah, he's just a ball of energy. I don't know. I don't know how they came with these guys. I, I like it. They're all good names. They all can hit the shit out of the ball. So it's kind of what you want. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that actually uh, Austin Riley would have been in there for the NL. Stanton for sure. Stanton. I, I honestly, he, well, come on, man. Do the Derby. He should have done the Derby. Well, he talked about it. I, I'm curious what. I don't know. You never know what goes into the thinking. No, no offense to Jose Ramirez. Great right. player. He's, a he's not a homer derby. He's not a homer derby guy, and he showed he's it definitely yesterday. Not. Although he is best at trick shots. Yeah, he hit the pole a bunch. Three times he hit the pole. That was incredible. All right, so we're going to see some fun stuff. We don't know what. There's always a couple of little skits during the, uh, you know, we had Nelson Cruz taking a photo at home plate a couple of years ago, and I thought Joe West was going to punch him in the face. We've always seen kind of some fun stuff. Uh, Nestor Cortez, did you see his cleats? I did. For those that haven't, they're, they're, gold, they're gold cleats with mustache, furry mustache on the heels. Are you, are you buying is that, those? Is that Matt Carpenter's stash? You right. just shave it off and put it right on there. Yeah. Honestly, they remind me of Catterday's cat cleats a little bit. So little if, bit. They, if they like get together, take pictures with some cat cleats and the mustache cleats, I think it, it makes for a, a nice little picture there. But I like the gold. You think he's going to wear those in the game or just practice? I think he wears them in the game. Love it. This is Major League Baseball missed on this for so long when they had guys. The rule used to be black and white and then your team color. That was it. Those were the three colors you could have on your cleats. And it was like, why, dude? Like. The shoe game is blowing up everywhere. The young kids are sneakerheads all over. Why are we doing this? And they finally figured it out. So I, I dig it, man. I love to see guys' per- personalities. Yeah, that's why I love Players Weekend. Yeah. I mean, I'm just I'm a huge fan of all this stuff. Like, who cares? Good. You want to do that? Go for it. I, by the way, you talked about the cat man, Tony Gonsolin. Can you tell if a cat has a mustache? Oh, that's Gabe Kapler would say that a cat does have a mustache. I mean, doesn't all, don't all cats have mustaches? Yeah, because they're furry everywhere. That means they have a mustache, according to Gabe Kapler. I don't know if I agree with that. What about a dog? I mean, a dog, you know, you don't ever see a shaved upper lip. So it's got a dog or a cat guy. I'm a dog guy through and through. Yeah. Sometimes I like see dogs are so desperate for attention. I get over it a little bit. And some cats make you work for their attention and they draw me in. I think, I think that's just my personality. Man. Oh, they totally ignore you. Cats. Yeah. They, yeah. That's, I to used do. to do that. I used to, I used to do that when I wanted someone to pay attention to me. I just ignore them a little bit. Oh, is that how, Oh, that's how it all happened. Huh? That's how the magic started. Not with Olivia. Not with Olivia. Oh, okay. All right. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to ignore. I still can't. What do you have coming up on John Boy Media? I'm going to the content house. We're filming Talking Baseball again today. Uh, we did the series recap yesterday. Kind of a shorter episode because we had a lot of stuff going on uh, today. I don't even know what we're talking about today. We're going to figure some fun stuff out. It's always good when we're together. Um, I do want to give a, a shout out, a, um, a recommendation for content. Hmm. Jimmy and Jake did a video showing the, con- the house that we're staying at uh, for this week. 
It's on our John Boy Media Baseball YouTube channel. It is the funniest thing I've watched in a long time. I couldn't really? stop laughing at it. I just couldn't stop laughing. And I know these guys, and I've heard all their jokes a million times. It's they were so good. It was Jake and so freaking funny. So go check that out. It's like it's like 10, 12 minutes, something like that. If you got time today, it's hilarious. Good. Yeah. You? Well, my youngest son, Brady, has been spending a ton of time at the content house. He, you know, he drove there. He went and lifted after uh, we left to go to the home run derby. And then he came back and he he hung out at the content house all it. night. You know, it, it's a big family, man. That's it. I think it, it comes off, you know, when we're all together as well. Like people just see see us and they want to be a part of it. It's cool. Totally. Absolutely. Um, we are filming a special, the second annual Chris Rose Rotation Trade Draft Fantasy Special. So we've got Ashlyn, who's back as the defending champion. We've yep. got Jerry Blevins. And we've got Josh Tomlin, who was recently a guest on the Rose Rotation. And, you know, who knows? he might want to get into the front office in the baseball world or the coaching side of things somewhere down the line. So we'll we'll test his knowledge. We'll see how he's he does. He's a good pitcher, man. He's a good pitcher. Hey, for a guy who threw 88 and was able to get it done in the show, that ain't bad. A little, bit of late, little bit of late movement. Yeah, he could pitch, spotted it up. I hit a walk off of him once. but Oh, I'll bring that up to him today. We'll see. That'll make yeah, him please feel do. welcome. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're back at it again tomorrow, even though there will be no baseball on that day. Yeah, we're, we're always here. Okay, good. We'll probably be recapping the All-Star game. Hey, who's the A's All-Star? Uh, Paul Blackburn. And oh, that's right. did you see the story about him? Uh-uh. Who's going to fly commercial to the game? The Houston Astros were like, no, dude, hop on our flight. Good for them. Isn't that cool? Bad for the A's. Are you fucking me? Nobody, no, uh, you know, this is going to sound, you know, whatever, but nobody flies commercial to the game. Like the owners always take care of that. Let's go A's. Come on. See, no you're comment. an all-star. No comment. All right. We got to get rolling for producer, Robbie Scirocco, our summer intern, Sam Singer. That is Trevor Plouffe. I am Chris Rose. We will see you Wednesday on baseball today presented to you by Shady Rays.